Ding dong, merrily on high. We told you Portugal, Germany would be good. I'm Charles and welcome to It's All Euro 2020 to me. Gascoigne, you can finish it here! I say ding, you say dong. Ding. Dong. Ding. Dong along. Yes, that's thoroughly cheered me up. What a day of football that was, <laughs> eh, boys? <laughs> like that that's cheered you up. <laughs> all, all it takes, Charles, for you to cheer up is a little bit of a dong. A bit of dong. Yeah. A little bit of a dong and he's well away. A bit, a bit, a bit of double dong. A bit of dong. I'm happy. There was, there was a double dong, wasn't there? Double dong. Yeah. <laughs> double dong. Oh, I absolutely love that. Absolutely loved it. Oh, such a good day of football. I think that's been the best day of football so far. Would you agree? Uh, be honest, Charles, I can't remember them all. So, yeah, I agree because it's easier than me trying to remember all the other all the other days. Well, like, no other day has stood out as a day that I've enjoyed. That uh, much. What about the England the first England yeah, day? First one, that was the same day as Netherlands, wasn't it? Netherlands, Ukraine, and Austria, yeah, the that's... North Macedonia. They were they were pretty good. A pretty good day. Look, boys, I'm down on England at the minute. You've got to give me until at least Tuesday. Ooh, I'll oh. see you next Tuesday oh. then, Charles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, quite right. No, I'll be back on Tuesday. I'll be fine, ready for the next game. But until then, boo. <laughs> you know what we've got looming on the horizon. Um, summer solstice. Yep, that's 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 soon. Uh, also got looming next week, two days without any games. Oh, what are we gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna Chat do nonsense. some much needed, <laughs> much needed jobs around the house and <laughs> a bit of life admin that has essentially just been forgotten about for the last week or two. <laughs> just clothes thrown everywhere in your house. Oh, yes. The it's dog's gone mental. Squalor. I'm living in squalor. <laughs> Rick I squalor. might do a bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit of work, I think, might get done next work. week. Yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? The lawn could do with a, a bit of a trim. So. Yeah. Might clean the chickens trim. out, actually. Looking yeah, a bit yeah. dirty. Oh, is, that's not a euphemism, is it? No, it's not. No. You actually do have chickens. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not any more than you trimming your lawn, I don't suppose. No, no I know. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh. <sighs> Brilliant. Well, look, Portugal 2, Germany 4. I tell you what, boys, we predicted that one, didn't we? Ding and a dong. A ding, a dong, a ding and a dong, a ding, ding, ding and a dong. Oh, that's, Oi, that's be- beautiful. Oh, I daddy. thought we were going to carry that on then. Sorry. <laughs> I tell you what, I wouldn't be adverse to lobbing that in for our Eurovision attempts next year. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we might get at least a point. <laughs> Uh, do you think we'd celebrate as much as Scotland celebrated their point yesterday? Hey, hey. Get that don't, one in there. Sneak don't. that one in. They're still celebrating. <laughs> still unhappy. Still I believe they. Unhappy. I believe they've got a bank holiday on Monday. Actually, it's <laughs> a bank holiday yeah, to celebrate. Good for them. Good anyway, ding dong, ding dong. Let's go to the ding dong. Yeah, 
Well, we did call it. It was pretty obvious. It was yeah, but we did call it. It wasn't and the it, boldest of calls, was it? <laughs> no. I was, but, um, I was a little bit worried, to be fair, that we'd called it, especially seeing as, you know, my track record of predictions so far this tournament. No, but you could tell from the start it was going to be a ding-dong. Even the first five minutes, you thought, this is pretty open. They're all they're both leaving gaps at their back. It's It's got ding-dong written all over it. <laughs> It Ding did, didn't it? Dong. My favourite part of it, it was a great game to watch. It was enjoyable. Um, my favourite part was getting the message on Twitter about <laughs> where, where now is it a double dong? Yeah, um, Carrie Ann yeah. Gilloway. Yeah, I, I particularly enjoyed this um, where, where she basically <laughs> just said, uh, let me just get it up complete. <laughs> like that so can, that is what happens when you probably. double dong, Charles. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this is Carrie Ann Gilloway saying, Oh my god, I don't know where to go on this now. Double dong? Or do we just go back to ding? Ah, <laughs> this is so exciting. <laughs> I know, I think Carrie Ann should be our official ding dong correspondent from now on. Oh, she can come on whenever there's a ding dong to describe the action. That'd be great. You can yeah. you can put that in your Twitter bio, Carrie Ann. Yeah. Official ding dong <laughs> correspondent for it's all you twenty twenty to me. A double dong. <laughs> Sounds like something you suggest <laughs> your wife in a failing marriage, isn't it? <laughs> you know, oh, what we tried, oh, you know, tried a bit of the dogging. Tried a bit of dogging. You know what? You know, when they've been a struggling marriage and they're trying to spice things up and keep things going, they go through everything, don't they? I'll try a bit of BDSM. Try, try a bit of everything. What haven't we done? I know what we haven't done. We haven't done the double dong. <laughs> um, oh dear! I, I, I mean, it's funny anyway. But the fact that you're divorced—oh, <laughs> that tells you everything. <laughs> Unfortunately, you didn't make it to the double dong level. <laughs> uh, well, Germany definitely enjoyed coming from behind in this one. <laughs> hey, Germany! It was—I don't know about you boys. But I found it a difficult watch. Because, uh, in a way, I wanted both teams to lose. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm. It was it was a ding-dong between two teams you wanted to have a ding-dong, but you wanted it to end in a draw eventually, so that they out-donged each other. <laughs> <laughs> How did the team get on? Oh, they did all right. They did get out-donged, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Do you know, it annoys me. Germany, you just you, you can never write Germany off, can I you? I was just doing it. I was doing it in my front room. I was writing them off, and then I <laughs> literally writing. That <laughs> <laughs> you can't tournament football. They come alive. It's like I mean, it's I, like I, they, they had some adversity, and uh, in the from the first game, and they just were like, no, going to come out and sort that? it out. <laughs> well, they've suddenly come Rochdale. Someone for the north of England. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't an attempt at an accent. That was just me saying no. Oh, <laughs> I, I, still, still, I still haven't written Germany off in the last World Cup. They still might pop up. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, I thought they they did well. To be fair, actually, Germany. I mean, some of the Portuguese marking left a fair bit to be desired. Um, the one, mm. the one positive from it, and I, I know you're down on England at the moment, but you have to ignore the Scotland game, Charles. Um, I can't. Well, you have to. Um, no. I refuse. <laughs> I flatly, flat out refuse. Um, <laughs> but the one thing that I thought was good from that game earlier was it showed that Portugal have got a fair few weaknesses, unbeatable, obviously. And we've already seen that from Germany. 
against France. They, you know, they looked okay. And I thought Germany looked okay today, but I wouldn't say they looked world class. So I, I think they're both beatable if we if we are to come up against them. Yeah. I'd say they're around about if we're at a full pelt, they're around about our level, I'd say. Yeah. They're not be- quite they're not quite at France Italy level. No. About probably just below Netherlands, maybe in what I've seen so far. There was, however, a great moment in the game. Do you remember uh, when ex Swansea player was it Renato Sanchez? Yes, he hit what would have been an official thunderbastard. Oh, he did. And Danny made the very good point on on the WhatsApp chat that he, he genuinely thought the commentator was going to say Thunderbastard. <laughs> yeah. Sam Matterface went full on close to it, didn't he? I reckon he's listening. Did he say Thunderbolt in the end? Thunderbolt he went with. Yeah. yeah. The, the but he st- said it very slowly. He did that thing where Thunderbolt He <laughs> <laughs> was definitely about to say it. Come on. It was like Sam slipped the... one in before the end of the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Offering the double dong. <laughs> double dong the approach. <laughs> Oh, it's like a pre Thunderbolt is the pre watershed version of Thunderbastard. Yes, I think so, I, and it's allowed. Um, but the, the thought was there, and that's important. I think. Um, I also enjoyed. Um, he just didn't look in his wing mirrors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he fucking didn't. He's a man, not a car. <laughs> that was oh. I'm enjoying, as much as we've sort of had a little moan over the last couple of days about some of the commentary, namely Danny Murphy and Jermaine Jenis, some of it's been quite entertaining. Yeah, they Just do like a good when job. you least expect it, something like he just didn't look in his wing mirrors pops up just to give you a little tickle at the back of your throat. Mm. Which is, is essentially <laughs> saying, well, he just hasn't got eyes in the back of his head. Yeah. Well, no. He's, yeah. He didn't, look his, he didn't look in his ding mirrors, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love the the fast pace of this game. Compare it to England-Scotland, which was just slow, turgid, trying to find your way through a muddy field. This was, this was like a breeze on a summer's day. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Excitable. It was, it was a joy to watch it. And, and like you said, Neil, and unfortunately it was between two teams or two nations that, that we just can't bring ourselves to to like uh, in footballing terms. And yet, there it was, just full on, oh, I'm actually going to watch the whole of this 90 minutes. I can't take my eyes off of it. Can't take my eyes off of you. A lot of own goals going in. Well, in in general, there is, isn't there? Got a stat for you. Yeah, but to get two in one game, incredible. Got a stat for you. Oh, are you Wes? Own goal stat. He's actually is is from Wes actually. Oh right, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried. I was I, worried for a second I, that you were out wesing no, or out statting Wes. Surely you know by now, Charles. I do no research, nothing. Just turn up and try and absolutely wing it. Ding it, Fact man Wes did message me actually uh, just before we started recording. Uh, I've got a thing for you for the podcast, mate. First time that a team has scored two own goals at Euros was Portugal today. Never been done at a World Cup either. So I replied, oh, wow, never, ever. Nope, never, ever. Also, <laughs> I have felt so low. <laughs> Great song. Uh, pure Shores. Um, five own goals in a tournament high is a tournament high as well. 
The what is in five that have been in this Euros is the tournament. Yeah, most own goals in a tournament. What's going on with people? Also, and he's he's just rocked in with another one. Oh, Kozlowski. Yeah, youngest mm-hmm. ever player in the Euros today. Oh, will will Jude Bellingham beat that? Oh no, he can't because he would have been, wouldn't yeah. he? That that he that's what that's what Kozlowski or however you pronounce it has beaten it. So he's younger than Jude Bellingham. There you yeah, go. There you go. That was a stat packed minute. That was that was <laughs> a minute packed full of stats. Um. But yeah, I enjoyed that. Good stuff. Good stuff. And a very, very thoroughly good game. Shall we have a look at some emails, boys? Did we get I any? Believe we could have... try it. Well, we've, we've, <laughs> we've got a couple of things in the bag, I'm sure. Anything there, Danny? Uh, yeah, there is actually. Yes. Yeah, Mark Coote oh, actually got back in touch. Cootie. Um, because we we didn't know what the rest of his email said, and we offered him to be a Cobblers fan, didn't he? Didn't we? Oh, yes. He's yes, Mark of from, uh, from Norway. Um, and he says, thanks for the kind offers, but I forgot to write, I'm actually a mad Derby County fan and an immigrant in Norway, or what we like to call ourselves expats. Can English people be immigrants? We don't like to think so. <laughs> That's why the David Marshall memes are extra funny, as he couldn't keep his place in the Derby team this season, but he's still Scotland's number one. Go figure. Ah, uh, uh, makes sense now. Well, I'm not sure Derby are... Particularly good at judging goalkeepers, are they? <laughs> Very good point. Yeah, uh, they haven't had a good one that. since Mark Poom, have they? Oh, Mark Poom. Poom. Poomy. Poomy. I had a, a tweet. Brian Forth. Hey guys, I've just seen the pitch open up in front of the dugout, and a Portuguese substitute come out out of the pitch like a Thunderbird rocket. Now, where did I hear that mentioned on a top Euro-related podcast? I don't know, Brian. <laughs> Did he? I think I think he's going back Kami. to uh, our our predictions for the opening ceremony, Neil. Oh no, I think it was when we were talking about the opening ceremony, wasn't it? When the the pitch opened up and all these balls came flying out. Ah, oh, yes. Was that it? Maybe. Maybe Brian could let us know when we discussed it because we clearly can't remember. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it was good though. I enjoyed it. Um, there was also Danny. You saw something on Twitter today that made us all laugh a lot. Didn't oh, you, this is brilliant! Well? <laughs> so this is the the tweet from a guy called Crypto Jelly. Crypto Jelly, I think his name is. That's apologise if it, that's not how you pronounce it. But he's a Netherlands fan, and <laughs> he's basically him. I don't know if it's him, but he's got um, a group of people in a flat watching the Netherlands game and there's a group of people in the courtyard below him like on the watching outside on a 30 second delay so what they've done is Netherlands have gone through on goal and they've missed a chance I think it's against um, Austria maybe mm. put it over the bar <laughs> and so they've jumped around the, their living room just shouting and screaming as if they've scored um, <laughs> they panned the camera outside and obviously the guys down, down there uh, 30 seconds below behind them so they're all like what's going on and then they suddenly start to celebrate as well knowing that that's a goal and then obviously see the miss and they all just start <laughs> having having a go at these people you've got to see it to to watch it to um, to find it funny because I've just explained it in an awful way but go, go, and, go and see it we retweeted it this morning it's hilarious it was very, very good. Uh, I enjoyed it t- too. Um, right, Spain won, Poland won. That was the evening game. Um, to start this off, Neil. Oh, yeah. I, I particularly enjoyed 
you saying, this is a junior ding-dong. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't ding-dong level, was it? Because it was, it was only one all. And I think mm. to be an official ding-dong, it needs to be above Desmond. Um, but it did turn into a bit of a junior ding-dong, just the way the game panned out, certainly in the second half, didn't it? It was, it was quite... Well, I was going to say it was end-to-end, but towards the end... It became a bit of a training session, didn't it? Attack versus defence. It did, yeah. It did for the last 10 minutes or so, didn't it? Yeah, which is a little bit annoying and disappointing in a way, considering how it had been. But yeah, the fact that the way it, especially sort of around the time when Spain opened the score, uh, yeah, the scoring, because didn't they, they had one disallowed before they scored, uh, if I remember right. Uh, And I don't know, their goal was given. Ooh. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, but their goal was, was given thanks to VAR, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. But there were quite a few chances at either end in around maybe the sort of 10 minutes either side, uh, five minutes or so either side of the goal that definitely made it look like it could potentially end up being a, a, a ding-dong. Um, but with the goal, I particularly enjoyed the fact that the goal music went off as soon, not not just as soon as the goal was scored, it was like the goal was scored, the offside flag went off uh, or went up, and then the goal music went off. And I'm like that, going oh, goal music on a disallowed goal. That's that's funny, isn't it? And then thirty seconds later, <laughs> you're on the uh, WhatsApp saying, "Oh, he's given it," and then the goal music went again. <laughs> I like to think that the first time they did the goal music was for the linesman. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, linesman. Yeah, every time the linesman gets a decision, right. Some, I don't know, here comes the hot stepper plays or something. <laughs> I, I think he should get one of these. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> there's been a lot of, they should give them to defenders. Been, there's been a lot of celebrating tackles in this tournament. Oh, I don't know if it's a new it? thing or not. I love it. Like a defender makes a good challenge and he starts giving himself a celebration. And like, They should have gold music for that because they don't get their moment, do they? That's true. Yeah, you I like that. What, what song I mean, would you play? When... You see, I think that's fine when maybe it's like a goal line clearance in the in the ninety fourth minute or something like that. Then you know, or if a goalkeeper saves a penalty, I think that's sort of fine. But just 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 a, a tackle on the halfway line. That I, I think they should they should definitely have more sound effects during football games. <laughs> Like when so you remember that guy? I can't remember which team it was the other day where he had a shot and it went backwards. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. That's the yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> or when there's a goal mouth scramble, you just need the Benny Hill tune. <laughs> did you see? Actually, did you see there was a? Uh, I saw a tweet earlier today um, on Saturday that said um, a picture from the very first England versus Scotland game 149 years ago. Oh, I saw it this, yeah. And it's a black and white picture of the goal mouth scramble <laughs> yeah. that we had in the box last <laughs> on Friday night. Hilariously. Um, <clears throat> no, I agree with you. Sound effects in football. I yeah, mean, it feels very American. Maybe we should trial it in the MLS and see how it takes off. Fine. Let's yeah. do it. You know, someone miss, someone goes to... There's always a, a slight... I mean, Ronaldo did it earlier today, didn't he? He tried to do a little bit of skill near the end and completely cocked it up. <laughs> you could have... You'd absolutely have that. You could have... Wah, wah, wah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Nelson from The Simpsons. 
<laughs> I like it. I like that one. What about what about for a penalty miss f- with a subsequent terrible follow up? Well, a double miss. A double miss. Yeah. What would you? Uh, what would? What sound Ooh. effect would you give that? Oh, I don't know, Charles. Maybe, maybe some Spanish fans crying. You could. You could. You could just have. I don't know. Maybe we could put that to the Twitter. What's what sound effect would go nicely with a penalty miss? Mm. Speaking of the penalty miss, if that's given, then why wasn't Sterling's against Scotland even checked? I don't know. I don't know, Charles, and I don't like it because I can't understand it. In a way, VAR has has kind of really cocked that game up, Spain and Poland, if you ask me. First of all, for the goal that was given. I mean, rightly, don't get well, me wrong. They got the one, the right no, decision. Yeah, VAR was right for that. Like, that's yeah, yeah. It did a good thing. I just, there. I just mean that it, but it ruined the celebration of the goal. Well, that that's the problem with. Well, you say it ruined the celebration with the goal without the VAR, referee ruined it with the lines. Yeah, with the yeah. Without VAR, there reason. wouldn't have ever been a goal. No, but mm, yeah, not okay, ever, yeah, ever. Obviously, point. there'll be other goals, but in ever, that game. Ever? <laughs> hmm. but, but yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't understand the. the that's the. It's one of the most frustrating things that even still with VAR, you still get inconsistency. I don't really get it. Yeah, it's it's annoying, isn't it? But but there we go. Um, Neil, you thought the referee looked like Robbie Keane. <laughs> I, I thought it was Robbie Keane. I didn't think it looked like him. <laughs> I spent about ten minutes thinking, hold on, have I missed something here? Has Robbie Keane become a ref? Oh, he has not. Well. <laughs> No, he's not, unfortunately. No. Um, there wasn't really much else, was there? I mean, good goal from uh, Robert Lewandowski to yep. equalise. I yep. enjoyed that. My dark horses are still yeah, cantering. It's all, it's all up for grabs in this in this one. So, like, Poland are playing Sweden, and they can, like, Sweden the top, Poland the bottom, but Poland can still overtake them. You serve mm. them. Yeah, Slovakia are playing you Spain. Serve. I mean, Slovakia, if they draw with Spain, they stay above them. So they they can play for a draw and keep Spain out and Spain could out. struggle, couldn't they? Could it could be? Yeah. But Sweden know they only need a point against Poland. They, Spain could be in, in trouble. Yeah. I did see a tweet that said, uh, "Here is what the round of sixteen games would look like should the tournament was to f- the group stage was finishing now, and I think we'd be up against Slovakia." Oh, interesting. And yes. And then we'd end up against France in the quarterfinals, I think. Yeah. Which is my argument no, we, against we, this. We get nonsense. knocked out, Danny. I don't know what you're saying. We get <laughs> yeah, knocked out point. against Slovakia, probably. Um, uh, not actually a part of the, the Spain-Poland game as such, but I, I enjoyed half-time on the BBC. Um, when they started talking about England-Scotland, they had in the studio, it was Rio Ferdinand, uh, Mika Richards and Jurgen Klinsmann. Uh, with Gary Lineker presenting. And I, d- I don't know what it is, but do you know what? Micka Richards just brings joy to my television screen when I watch football these days. He is brilliant. And it turned into kind of a bit like this podcast. <laughs> oh, it wow. was just a bit of a free-for-all <laughs> Jesus. of all of them just, just throwing opinions in there with with one of them, i.e. Mika, being a bit louder than the rest of them and lots of laughter and lots of opinion. It was just, it was really, really good to watch. I enjoyed it. 
Did they start it's, singing uh, about ding dongs? <laughs> no, there was no ding dong singing. I'm afraid. I no. do like that. I, do, I think I think you're right about Richards. I think he brings out the best in other people in, from, in a, from a punditry point of view as well, mm. because he is so friendly and he is so loud and he is. He seems. I mean, obviously, I've never met the guy. For all I know, it could all be a, an act, but I'm pretty sure it's not. He just seems like a genuinely friendly, nice guy, having the time of his life, and that rubs off on people around him, which then kind of makes for a bit of a better experience for us when we're watching it right yeah and i think compare it sometimes i so with, with let, let's just go with sky for this because the pundits are always uh these the pundits i'm going to talk about are always working for sky during the premier league season whenever you've got roy Keane or, or graham soonis in the studio it feels almost like everyone is trying to almost set them off you know, to get the, whether it's to get the social media, you know, views clicking up and, and all this, that and the other going on. But it always feels like it's set up. Whereas with Micah Richards, he is just him, isn't he? And it feels so natural and fun and therefore it's likable and it's it, it's good viewing. It's so fresh in my opinion. I, I really do enjoy it. And yeah. one of the things I, I laughed at so hard was that they were giving Rio Ferdinand a little bit of a hard time for having, you know, sort of predicted that England would, well, he basically did what I did, which was be the arrogant Englishman and say we would smash Scotland. And Rio turned around and just went, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to let me be a fan at times. I got caught up in the emotion of it because you do. And actually I'm really pleased that, somebody on TV has done that rather than sitting there and, and being, um, you know, as, as neutral as possible, even though you know full well that they'll be backing one particular team. It was really good to watch. I just thought I'd, uh, I'd, I'd praise that and I enjoyed my, my evening's viewing on the BBC. Good for Com- you, Charles. You compare Mika or Micah Richards to Danny Murphy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, he was on think, Spain, Poland, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Do you know, I think, and I think Micka Richards has said this, is that put him on commentary. And we've got and to imagine, get him on commentary. Imagine how good it would be. <laughs> and I, Because I think Danny Murphy's good when he's just, like, in the studio analysing a game. He brings good, um, you know, thought and opinion when he's in the match of the day studio or match of the day too, but on co-coms, I, I just think he's a bit boring. Like you yeah, all do. I agree. Yeah, he's, he's not the man for, <clears throat> excuse me. He's not the man for quick, quick quips. Is he really? He's, he's quite insightful when he's talking about football and stuff. Cause he's a professional yeah. footballer. So he is, he can add a bit there, but as does he captivate an audience? Does he fuck? <laughs> he's, he's not Ali McCoyst, is he? Ali no, McCoyst is is funny. Scotland, England, Scotland game. Yeah, the, <laughs> oh, I, oh. <laughs> was having heart attacks every five minutes. It was the fact that he actually made Lee Dixon sound quite good as well. Like he got Lee Dixon to like there was a bit of banter going back and forth between them, and I enjoyed that. The, at one point, when Lee Dixon turned around and said Alan McCoyce was almost down on the pitch at one point, <laughs> helping Scotland to defend or something, it was it was good. It, it was good. So more of that. That's what you want, isn't it? In the co-commentary, yes, you want insight, but you also want a little bit of fun. Anyway, who's up for more football chat? 
<laughs> yeah, go on. Oh, why not? I suppose yeah. we should do, yeah. Okay, well, we'll get it in a second. Day 10's fact. Turkish coach Senor Gunesh was born on the 1st of June, 1952. This happens to be the exact same day that Turkey and Switzerland played their first ever game against each other. That game ended 5-1 to Switzerland. It'd be a banger if that happens again. That is, cool. that is probably my favourite fact stat so far. That is a corker. <laughs> that, that's incredible. That is an Ashley love corker, it. that one. Beautiful. Absolutely love it. Um, Hungary won, France won. Wasn't yes. particularly. Yes. Uh, can't offer much on this one because I didn't watch it. No, it was it was a weird one to watch. I've got to say because you like Hungary scored their goal and you get quite excited because it's a full house there, mm. um, in the Puskas Arena I think it's called, which is a great name for arena. But um, they, then I found out about all the the people wearing black behind the goal and in the ground and their marches beforehand. They, were, they took in an anti-kneeling banner, I think. Um, and there's this faction of this like far-right group of um, that have been known to chant racist chants against black, gypsy and Jewish communities. Um, they've obviously got the new anti-homophobia, oh, sorry, the homophobic ruling laws going into place. And I, it, it, all that kind of thing makes me not want to root for them as an underdog anymore. <laughs> so, no. So no, then I'll shoot for France. <laughs> and makes it makes me a lot happier. It? Um, it's really difficult to get behind that. And I know it's not all of them and it's only a group of them, but it just brings the whole country down just like Bulgaria did when we played them over there a while back. Um, it's yeah, Some of the stuff's just shocking. Like the amount of people it was as well. It's so shocking that so many people were in this mindset. Yeah, so I, uh, not a good time for Hungary as a country at the moment, I don't think. No, no I, I like the way that uh, Munich City Council have asked UEFA for permission for the Allianz Arena to be lit up in rainbow colours uh, for Germany's game with Hungary um, later in the week uh, in protest of, of those extremely strict laws against homosexuality. Um, yeah, you know what they should do? Don't it, it, They've asked. If they say no, do it anyway. Yeah, what, what are they the going to do? What are they going to do? Just do it. There's there's this big conversation that I really want to get into. I'm not going to, but I'd love to get into an hour long conversation now about whether or not politics should be in sport. Yeah. Uh, but we'll leave yeah. it there. We'll do that um, on Thursday, shall we? <laughs> yeah, let's do it on Thursday. Go on, let me know. Um, I'll get drunk beforehand. Literally, the only thing in the <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing in the game that made me uh, smile was uh, Hungary's goal. And what happened in the aftermath of that. Oh, yes. Where the celebrations (laughs) went over to a couple of women at a table who were just stunned. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. It was like school sports day out of control. And it was just the the sudden realisation on her face when he came over and just like jumped right on her table and started whacking laptops around and stuff. It's just like she just suddenly realised where she was (laughs) and what was going on. Uh, I think I've seen a picture of it, and I, I think it might have been the home broadcaster. You know how like BT are always on the pitch before the game, and Sky yeah. and the Brem. I wonder whether it was that. But instead of like how BT and Sky pack up and then go upstairs, they maybe stay down in that particular area of the pitch for the whole game. It, it reminds me, you know, in like sometimes in wrestling matches, they go outside, don't they, to the announce table and start throwing people through it. I thought that was going to happen. Yes. That just reminded me of that. Can you imagine that the celebration was one of them RKO <laughs> another one onto a table? <laughs> oh, you say that was the only thing that made you smile, Charles. Um, what about the jiggle? Oh, 
Griezmann jiggle. Griezmann jiggle. Did I miss a jiggle? Yeah, Griezmann did jiggle as well. I mean, it's not copyrighted by by Pambev, is it? No, it's not Shik. It's a Shiki jiggle, isn't it? Oh, is it the shiki jiggle now? No, no, it's a panda jiggle. It's moving about. It's panda jiggle. We still haven't had a gif of it yet, by the way. No. Where's our gif? Come on. Come on, gif givers. Charles will send you a special copy of our X-rated podcast called The Double Dong. Or the outtakes from yesterday. Oh, yeah, that would be better. Oh, uh, before we go to the predictions uh, for today's games, which is Italy, Wales, and Switzerland, Turkey, um, I, uh, there was one other thing that I saw today, which was Roberto Mancini has compared has compared sorry Wales to Stoke City. The Italy boss said it will be a very difficult match from a physical perspective because they are a powerful side like Stoke. So. With that in mind, it's time to play a game of countries as clubs. Oh, uh, yes. Um, got so a I've got. For it. Uh, we've not. Con- oh, we can. We can do if you want. Countries, countries as clubs. clubs. <laughs> countries <laughs> as clubs. There we go. There you go. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> there are five. I'm going to give you five countries, and uh, after each one, I want you to give a club that you think uh, is its comparison. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll go one at a time, and what we'll do is we'll go in the same order each time. So we'll always go Danny, then Neil, okay? Okay. Noted. So your first country to compare to a club is – oh, and by the way, this can be a club anywhere in the world. Oh, okay. It doesn't have to be like England. Perfect. Or, or the UK. Anywhere in the world. I will say that we have to have heard of them, Neil. It <laughs> can't just be Chelveston Rovers or you, – You've clearly heard of them. Well, uh, yes, I have, but you know, it can't be somebody that, uh, uh, yeah, that you've made up. Anyway, okay. first, cl- first country, Belgium. Belgium. Oh, Belgium, Belgium. Let's see, I wasn't ready for this. Some good players, aren't they? Just googling football teams. <laughs> <laughs> Googling I've enjoyed the way that before we started recording this podcast, Daddy said, "Maybe I should, uh, maybe you should give me these countries so that we don't have a lot of dead air while I'm thinking about them." So I did that, oh, and yet well, no, then they piped up and said he didn't want them, so I forgot about them. <laughs> <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> Belgium are a little bit like Spurs. Oh, they they got some one or two. Well, no one wants to manage them. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Um, some decent players, um, but they're not quite got there yet. They're, okay, they're, yeah, they're always shout. threatening to get there, but they don't. They never quite do. Good shout, Neil. Who would you go for? Uh, I'm going to go for Monaco. Monaco, brilliant. Monaco. Okay, Monaco. Any particular yeah. reason? Um, well, it just feels to me that you know Monaco have. I know they've had their time, really, haven't they, Monaco? But it feels to me that it just reflects Belgium a little bit. Okay. Good. Uh, next country to compare a club to is Hungary. Oh, God. <laughs> this is Just be careful. Some... We don't want anyone to This is going to offend someone. <laughs> Plucky underdogs. Hungary. Forget Plucky about something. the fan base. Millwall. Millwall. I can't help but feeling you've gone with the fan base element there, Daddy. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Neil? Uh, Deportivo Wanker. 
Yeah, heard of them. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> next up, <laughs> next up, Daddy, it's Germany. Everybody's favourite. Is it everyone's favourite? Germany. <sighs> dingers in the ding dong. They are dingers in a ding dong. Can I go for German club for this? Well, of course you can. Uh, Bayern mean, Munich. Feels like a cop out, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bayern Munich. Bayern okay. Munich. Yeah. I can see that, to be fair. Yeah. Neil? Uh, Manchester United. Oh, is that fallen giant? Is that what you're thinking? Kind of, and uh, nobody really likes Germany. And apart from Man United fans, nobody <laughs> really likes Man United. I'll just see if Nick's around. Hang on a minute, Neil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my missus will not be happy with you. Uh, next up, uh, it's Switzerland. Switzerland. Danny. Switzerland. Um, Everton. Everton. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah they're always they're always up there, but you know they're always up there. You're just not quite sure how they got there. <laughs> Easy. Neil? Uh, AFC Wimbledon. Oh, shout. And then final team, and, and we had to do this, um, Italy. Ooh. Italy, Danny. Italy, Italy, Italy. Mm, got a bit of style about them, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so that they're, are you talking about Italy now or Italy in the past? I, I suppose just whatever that just whatever Italy. when I say yeah. Italy, all right, all right, I'll go. What does that give you? Italy all of right. the nineteen seventy two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Mike Fuller's Leeds United because he used to think of them as a dirty old team who mm-hmm. just defend for their lives, but now they're a bit stylish. Okay, yeah, Neil, I I will go with Inter Miami. Oh, David Beckham. Yeah, quite stylish. Also, a little bit dodgy, if you believe the, the press. Mm, that's true. Yeah, okay. I, I I see where you're coming from there. I was thinking immediately um, St. Pauli, you know, because oh, yeah. at the moment, Italy have become every hipster's favourite for this competition. Yeah, yeah it's a good uh, shout. So there we go. Uh, tomorrow's games then, Italy versus Wales, boys. Danny, what are we thinking for a prediction with that? What's going to happen? Danny, uh, this is uh, 2021 Italy we're talking about. Good, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, Italy, Wales. So what's going on in this group? Um, Italy is through. <laughs> Wales are pretty much through. Italy are going to rotate a little bit, I think, aren't they? don't know. Um, they're going to rotate the team a bit. 2-0 uh, Italy. Okay. Do you think Roberto's a little bit worried that um, Ryan Shawcross is going to play and uh, and hurt them all? Is he? Uh, well, he's compared them to Stoke City. So oh. is that what he means? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Neil. Oh, uh, nil, 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 nil. Do you know what? It could go either way. I think yeah. it'll either be nil, nil, and quite boring, and um, yeah. <laughs> cancel each other out because of a lot of changes from Italy's per, uh, side or Italy will absolutely muller them. Well, I hope that happens. Kind of what I'm hoping. But uh, I think I'm it might go, be a non-event. I'm going to go 3-0 Italy. Oh, you're going for that. I like it. Well, they, they've already won their first two games 3-0. Consistent. Consistent, indeed. Uh, Switzerland versus Turkey, Neil. Uh, ooh. Two... Nil, Turkey. Well, I thought then for a second you were going two 0 Switzerland. Oh, Turkey have got it all to do, don't they? They have. Like even if they win, they're on a minus five goal difference. They need a big win. They do. 
which What's is going to be Danny five nil. Brilliant. Five. I hope that Liverpool. happens. I'll be honest. I hope it happens because that will mean it will have been a match worth watching. Um, I'm going to go for one all. One all for me. Oh. Talking of it, talking of it being a match worth watching, are you going to watch? You're going to choose to watch one of them, or are you going to double screen? Double screen wanker. That's double what I'm going to be. I'll double screen as well. Yeah, I think. definitely double, double donger. A double donger. <laughs> what if there's two ding dongs at the same time? Does that make it a ding dong, ding dong, dong ding? A ding dong, ding dong, dong ding. Does it make a, a ding dong squared? Yes. Oh, square root of a double ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, good luck to Italy, Wales, Switzerland, and Turkey. Apart from Wales, we're all neutral here. Um, Make sure, please, go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or podchaser.com. It helps people to find us, believe it or not. Um, Please go and do that. More people that listen to our nonsense, the world will be a better place, I'm sure. Um, Keep your emails, keep your tweets coming in. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, Diggity dong, as I get ding 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 dong. Is that a ding dong? Diggity dong, ding 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 dong. Jin Sa Pong. This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with Fan Hub to put fans first. Search Fan Hub app to play your part in the journey.